Good morning, mi amigos. Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. On today's program, I will introduce you to a few folks that played an important role in the development of the automobile industry, and yet, today, are less than historic footnotes. As an example, consider C. Harold Wills, the famous Ford script. That was his work. The strong, flexible vanadium steel that was integral to the durability of the Model T Ford. Also his contribution. He was also a pioneer in the development of overhead valve V8 engines, with establishment of Will St. Clair in late 1919. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America The debut models from this company featured a twin overhead cam V8 engine with one-piece cylinder head and block construction. The second generation cars powered by an inline six-cylinder engine with overhead camshaft and detachable head were even more advanced. Before sharing a few of these fascinating stories, I'd like to say thank you to the boys of the road crew for our great theme song, as well as their road trip inspiring tunes. Take a listen at roadcrew66.com. Lawrence H. Pomeroy is another fellow not well known to most automotive enthusiasts, and yet he played a key role in the development of Vauxhall as a manufacturer of high-performance sports cars before World War I, and in the development of a unique aluminum American car, the Pomeroy, in the 1920s. Byron J. Carter capitalized on the tsunami of interest in bicycles during the 1890s by opening a sales and service center in Jackson, Michigan. By 1898, he was experimenting with various automotive designs, and by 1904 was employed as the manufacturing superintendent at Jackson Automobile Company. Unable to convince the company to assist with development of his revolutionary friction drive transmission, he left the company and with a consortium of investors organized the Motor Car Company of Jackson, Michigan. Two years later, the company was relocated to Detroit and reorganized under the Carter Car Company name. The car received positive reviews in the press and favorable accolades from owners. It was billed as the car of a thousand speeds. It was also the car advertised with no clutch to slip and no gears to strip. The endeavor was short-lived, and one can only speculate about what might have been had the genius of Carter not been cut short in a tragic accident. In early 1908, Carter encountered a woman on the old Bell Island Bridge in Detroit, that had stalled her engine. He offered assistance, but unfortunately the spark was not retarded, and as a result the engine backfired and the crank shattered Carter's jaw. He would later succumb to pneumonia. As it so happened, Carter was a good friend of Henry Leland, a chief engineer at Cadillac that would later establish Lincoln. He was also friends with Charles Kettering, a founder of Delco and an engineer at General Motors. Carter's death inspired both men to develop a dependable means of starting an automobile without use of crank, and the result was the electric starter first introduced on Cadillac. J. Walter Christie was a man of vision. He transformed the Christie Ironworks into the Christie Direct Action Motor Car Company. 
What set his company apart from the hundreds of others in business at the time was the use of front-wheel drive. As early as 1904, he had patented the components in the United States as well as Russia, most European countries, and in Australia. In January 1904, he debuted his latest creation at Ormond Beach, now Daytona Beach, in Florida. His innovative racer featured a 30-horsepower, four-cylinder engine mounted transversely with the crankshaft supplanting the front axle and front wheels driven by flywheels coupled via leather-faced clutches. In 1907, Christie became the first American to enter the French Grand Prix. This racer was a monster, powered by a massive 19,881cc V4 engine. In spite of favorable press, Christie never was able to develop a vehicle suitable for manufacturing and sale. He did, however, build several prototype front-wheel drive taxi cabs and manufactured front-wheel drive tractor units that could be used to transform horse-drawn fire trucks into motorized units. Fame and fortune proved elusive, even with the development of a revolutionary aeronautical engine and traction drive units for tanks, as well as front-wheel drive military trucks. Christie was not the only automotive pioneer to be relegated to obscurity. For every David Buick, Walter Chrysler, or Louis Chevrolet, there are dozens of Christies, Christensen's, and Milburn's. Okay, folks, we most bid adios for this week. First, however, I'd like to say thank you to Brandon and Rhonda of Calico's Restaurant in Kingman, Arizona, this week's sponsor. Thank you for joining us. Until we meet again, mi amigos, adios. See you next week. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America